Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They've raised the bar on Rochester Sports Talk. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Vitaglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. All right, let's get back to some Buffalo Bills talk. We got a, over a week now since the end of the Bills season. Lots to digest and already some moves being made to help us sort through it all. Ryan Talbot, our buddy, NewYorkUpstate.com, joining us in the sports bar. Ryan, um, Joe Brady gets the interim tag. Let's let or the interim tag gets lifted from Joe Brady. Let's let's discuss that question that, that Chris Brown was asking. What about a quarterbacks coach for the Buffalo Bills? What do you think they do? You know, that's a great question. I almost wonder if uh, Thad Lewis was brought in here not only for an offensive coordinator type uh, of interview, but also a potential maybe this guy we can get this guy as quarterbacks coach because right now that is his title with Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but uh, there's going to be a new offensive coordinator there, and it very well could be that they want their own quarterbacks coach. So I could see Thad Lewis being an option there. Uh, if not, the Bills could promote from within. Shula uh, makes a lot of sense in terms of someone that's already here, someone that uh, could could take that role on, but. I think the Bills will kind of uh, evaluate their options, and it might be a wait-and-see mode in terms of are the Buccaneers going to retain Ted Lewis because I thought Lewis did a great job as quarterback's coach and uh, helping Baker Mayfield really rejuvenate his career this year. So we get Brady, which is not a surprise, right? And you know, Josh Allen gives his endorsement. Uh, this was always headed this way. I'm just, I'm curious like everybody else, Ryan, like now you're going to have a full off season. Now this is going to be – his actual kind of playbook like in what ways do you think this bill's offense will evolve uh, under joe brady yeah well so using the sample size of when he was in carolina i think you're going to see a lot more pre-snap motion which is a good thing in terms of diagnosing what the defense is trying to do uh i think you're going to see josh allen under center a little bit more you know he inherited this ken dorsey offense and i i think that he did a really nice job with it uh, but now he's going to add his own wrinkles in there. And, and those are some two things that I see there. Obviously, utilizing the backs is something he made an emphasis of doing. And you look at this roster going into 2024, it's still James Cook is your lead back. And uh, Naheem Hines is on, on under contract, excuse me, going into 2024. That's another really good pass catching back that didn't necessarily fit into the offense when the Bills traded for him. But I could see him being a good fit in Joe Brady's system. They could bring back Ty Johnson if they wanted. And, you know, obviously if they're looking for a different type of back, a power back, you can get those day three of the draft or UDFAs. But I think the backs are going to play a bigger role in this offense as well. 
Ryan Talbot, NewYorkUpstate.com, our guest in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia on the defensive side of the ball. It's Eric Washington getting uh, getting a title again, defensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears. So Sean McDermott loses his assistant coach and a guy that, you know, actually coached the Buffalo Bills in the preseason. How much of a loss is this for McDermott's staff? I think it's a pretty big loss because I think Sean McDermott leaned on him for ideas and leaned on him in terms of, you know, giving him his ear when he when he had a question, when he had something that he wanted uh, an opinion on. Washington's been in this league for a long time. He's been a D.C. before. Uh, the Bills thought highly enough of him to make him their assistant head coach. So I, I think it is a big loss. And you look at the defensive line this year. Uh, at Oliver having a career year, you, you have A.J. Finessa coming up with six and a half sacks, more passes defense than he's ever had. Leonard Floyd, ten and a half sacks. So you go across the board, I thought he did a really good job, especially in the regular season with that D-line. Now, you can criticize him for the last few years in terms of how this D-line has played in the playoffs, but I think it is a pretty decent loss for this team in terms of what he meant to Sean McDermott, the leadership, the experience. There's a lot that goes into that. I know it's not exactly apples to apples, Ryan, but hear me out on this. He goes to Chicago, Matt Eberflus, head coach, defensive-minded head coach, defensive play caller for a good chunk of last season with the Chicago Bears. If he was that important to the Buffalo Bills, wouldn't it have just been as simple as Sean McDermott slapping a defensive coordinator tag on him and giving up those duties? I think Sean McDermott right now had to probably decide. I mean, again, I can't even assume this because it hasn't been done yet, but I think that McDermott, though, had to make a decision. Do I want to slap that title on Washington, or do I want to give it to Bobby Babbitt, who is getting a lot of interest around this league? And rightfully so. He he did a great job with the secondary when he was a coach there, and you saw the linebackers and the, the job they did. And you know, I know you guys, when, when he's, we've been up at training camp and we've been able to talk with Babbage one-on-one, you see how intelligent he is, how he doesn't go into the draft process looking for a prototypical size and, and uh, weight, frame, whatever for a player. He's looking in terms of, can this guy play a certain role? It doesn't matter what he looks like necessarily. And, you know, Ty, or Terrell Bernard's a great example of that. He might not have that prototypical size, but he was a game changer for the Bills this year when healthy. So I don't think it was just that easy because Babich, is, I think, is in play, and I think they really would like to retain him and make him their defensive coordinator. But at the end of the day, Sean McDermott has to decide if he's willing to give up play-calling duties because if I'm Bobby Babich, I could go somewhere else and I really can run the show. Or potentially, I could stay in Buffalo and get the title, but I wouldn't be calling plays. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, Ryan, you just answered all my questions there, like because <laughs> you know I, I could see him going to the Giants and, and the play calling ability. So, I guess the question: Are, are we a hundred percent sure that Sean McDermott is you know, like? If you want the best guys the, uh, on your staff. My question is, why not kind of, you know, at least have a baton, you know, hand it off at some point to Bobby Babbage? I thought, honestly, that McDermott was going to do that at some point this year that he, you know, with the weird timing, Leslie Frazier's departure, that was really kind of the best of the options, right? You weren't going to get a, you know, a play caller coming from the outside. So your thoughts on McDermott here and. Gosh, would he be best served just being the head coach and making sure that all three phases and managing that? Or are you fine if he is still the play caller? 
I'm fine if he still ends up being the play caller because to his credit, I thought he got into a pretty good groove late in the season uh, in terms of the way that he attacked Dallas's offense, for instance, and uh, the way that he was able to hold the Chiefs to 17 points in the regular season, the 14 points of the Dolphins in Week 18 to win the division. Now, my only criticism would be you've had multiple years to make a deep run in the playoffs, and more times than not, it's been the defense under McDermott that has I know Leslie Frazier was the play call or was the DC for quite a few years, but he was running Sean McDermott's defense. So I wouldn't mind, or I, I actually, I would lean handing the reins off to someone, you know, telling them, here's what I've seen against the Miami dolphins, why I've had such success against him and letting Babbage kind of work with that, but letting him also come up with his own uh, play calls and his own, um, you know, way of doing things because we need, you know, the Bills need somebody that can get them over the hump defensively against the Chiefs. And you, you saw a great defensive effort from Baltimore yesterday that was wasted on a poor offensive effort. If the Bills could get that type of defensive effort against the Chiefs, I have no doubt in my mind they could move on in the playoffs. Is the coaching staff shakeup done, Ryan, or, or can we expect that maybe there'll be another another change at one of the three phases? I would I wouldn't be surprised if they at least tried to move on from the special teams coordinator. Uh, I thought that they they were a mess all season long. This has been an area where the Bills have invested a lot of money for players, and you know now you're starting to see some of those original guys. Taiwan Jones wasn't here this year. Tyler Matakevich is up for free agency again, and uh, it, it might be a good time to just kind of turn the reins over to someone else. And there's some decent special teams coordinators out there on the market. I just don't think the bills were good enough in that area, but the longer this passes, the longer time goes on here. There's no change. The more likely it is that they're going to stick with their current coaches. And, you know, maybe they are just trying to get everything else aligned right now, because like you said, they're trying to fill the defensive coordinator vacancy. And then if it's Bobby Babbage jr, then they have a linebacker vacancy. They still have the D line vacancy. Uh, Maybe, you know, it's filling those jobs first and then maybe addressing any other internal jobs where they decide to part ways with a a coach. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ryan Talbot, uh, you hear him on the Shout Podcast. Also, uh, you know, you read his work, NewYorkUpstate.com, our guest here in the sports bar. Ryan, uh, this is the time of year where we start to look at the draft. It is Senior Bowl week, and uh, i got to ask you, like, and things can change, certainly, but where do you plant your flag right now? Are you wide receiver first round? Are you defensive line first round? What would you see, like to see the Bills here do uh, coming up in April? So, uh, you know, I'm digging a hole, I'm planting the flag, and then I'm putting cement in. I'm going wide receiver between now and April, and I'm not getting off of that. Uh, as much as the defensive line is a need, I know defensive tackle at Oliver is the only one under contract. Uh, you can look at some of these safeties in the draft. It's wide receiver for me because the Bills need a wide receiver number two that can stretch the field, that can take pressure off of Stefan Diggs, that can make life easier for Josh Allen. And if they can hit on that in this year's draft in their first round, this offense, maybe you won't need a great defensive performance come playoff time because the Bills can come out and say, we're going to score 38 points. You, you need to score 39 to be able to beat us uh, in this playoff matchup. And, I'm looking at this year's draft, and you know there's going to be a run on quarterbacks early. I would guess maybe four off the board by the time the Bills pick. This is the deepest offensive tackle draft in some time, so there's going to be a run there. You just have to hope that that leads to one or two of these great wide receivers falling down the draft board because it's it's a deep wide receiver draft. But you know, right now I'm looking at Troy Franklin out of Oregon, a guy that can really hurt you downfield with some deep speed. Brian Thomas Jr. out of LSU. Those are two guys that I think realistically are going to be in Buffalo's range. Uh, the Bills could move up a, a few picks here or there to get one of those two guys if they had to. It's not unrealistic. You know, they're, they're not going to get a Marvin Harrison Jr. as nice as that uh, would be. These are the guys that they're going to be looking at, and these guys could be day one difference makers for Buffalo. All right, Ryan. So that's what you think they should do, but what do you really think they <laughs> will do? I, I really think they're going to go wide receiver. Come I think on. That brand, really? I'm telling you. They, 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 they invested really... in wide receiver last year. Dalton Kincaid was a first round, first round <laughs> wide receiver. And after that run on wide receivers, I think the bills are really happy that they did go with Kincaid and, and the production that he had and, and how he looks. But yeah, now you, you go get a true uh, wide receiver, a number two that can maybe emerge as a number one here because Stefan Diggs, he's on the wrong side of 30. Uh, he showed some signs of slowing down this year. So for me, if I'm Brandon Bean, you know, that's the one area that they haven't invested a high pick in under his regime. And you go out and you get that guy for Josh Allen and all of a sudden, and for obviously Joe Brady too, let him find someone that he thinks would be a great fit in his system, and I think this offense can really get going and get this team off to a good start next year. We're talking to Ryan Talbot, NewYorkUpstate.com. I think the draft is so important, Ryan, because, well, I don't know if you're going to be able to backfill everything you need to here uh, in terms of uh, free agents. Uh, the cap is very tight, so Josh Allen you know, revising his contract, that seems like a given. What are some of the other moves you think Bills fans should kind of brace for uh, for the Bills to get compliant here in March? Yeah, they, they need to look at a lot of their players that they currently have under contract and decide, are you comfortable you know, uh, restructuring their deals, which more or less just kind of means they're going to be locked in for the, the entirety of their deal. So Deion Dawkins coming off of a career year, you can do that. You can go to Stefan Diggs, see if he is willing to do that. 
Um, it's tough though. Like you said, with this cap situation, there are certain contracts where there's not a ton of wiggle room. Uh, you know, Von Miller, you want this contract over at the end of the year. So you probably just want to leave that one alone for better or worse. You could look at cutting some, some players like a Tredavious white, for instance, but that'd be such a tough cut one. There is some dead cap there. Um, whether you do it, uh, pre June 1st, post June 1st, but you could also free up about $6 million in cap space and in cutting him. But that was the first pick of the Sean McDermott era. Uh, so are you willing to move on from that? Do you think he could show signs of coming back? And then all of a sudden, if he does show signs of being the player he once was, you have a really good one, two punch with him and Rasul Douglas. But in addition to restructuring, uh, you can extend a Rasul Douglas. That's a good example of a player that you could extend for a few years, lower his cap hit, and find a few other players like that that you you would say, okay, we want him here for the the long term, and we can make that you know that 2024 number go down. Because the beauty of this is the cap's going to keep going up now. Uh, I know that uh, Brandon Bean's plans obviously kind of hit a roadblock during those COVID years where the cap was affected and it didn't go up the percentage that the Bills thought that it was going to. And now it's kind of bouncing back in terms of how much it goes up by every year. So uh, if there's a guy that can figure it out for the time being, make sure they're competitive for this year and then maybe in a healthier spot the following season, it's Brandon Bean. Uh, speaking of Brandon Bean, I mean, he's said it now for you know multiple years in a row that they don't expect the big splash in free agency. Now, one year he said it, and he actually did go out and make a splash in Von Miller. But uh, last year, guys like Connor McGovern, uh, Deontay Hardy, uh, Trent Sherfield, those were the kind of names that we got. Now, McGovern turned out to be fantastic through the course of, of a long season. Can we expect those kind of free agent signings, or do you think that, that Brandon B might, might not be showing all his hands in terms of who he might be targeting to go out there and get in free agency? Because there's plenty of big names that are going to be available. Yeah, I actually believe him. I don't think they're going to make that uh, Von Miller caliber type of deal. And I'm not, I don't mean the $120 million. I mean like a premier free agent. Now, the beauty of free agency the past few years is there have been some bigger name players that have sat on the market for quite a while and almost had to settle for a figure that uh, they probably weren't anticipating on a one-year deal. So maybe the bills are patient and it pays off and they can sign a few guys that uh, they didn't think they'd be able to, but I don't see the bills being big spenders on those first few days of free agency. They're going to target a few guys in that middle tier uh, and probably try to lock them down. But, no, they're not going to be in on some of those big, big names. Ryan, um, gosh, I mean, what, what's next year? We've got Senior Bowl. we got the Pro Bowl. I mean, wait, do, do we expecting Diggs to talk maybe this coming week? I mean, uh, you, you, are we still concerned about Steph Diggs here? Uh, you, know, was, uh, you know, last year was uh, some off-season issues, I, I, I think that's fair to say. I think they're definitely in a better spot at the end of this year than they were last year. And obviously there's, there must be a frustration with how this season ended once again. Uh, but it, it felt like there must've been something there with the coaching staff too, that they had to kind of get on the same page. I think he really did like what he saw from Joe Brady down the stretch of the season. There was a clip of him in one game where um I think it was inside the NFL showed it after one of the bills wins. He's like, Oh, this is a great play. Like the design on the tablet. And uh, you can tell that he's probably excited to have an off season with Brady where Brady can really try to figure out ways to get him the ball. Because again, this was not his offense that he took over. It was Ken Dorsey's system. And I know it wasn't a great fit 
uh, in terms of Diggs' production, but I think that Joe Brady is really going to emphasize how can I get the ball to, to this team's top playmaker, appease him, but also make sure that this offense is spreading it around to your Dalton Kincaids, to a number one draft pick, to James Cook and company. So, uh, you know, it's a tough task, but I think Joe Brady's going to be up for it, and I think Stefan Diggs is up for the challenge as well. Can I uh, hit you with some rapid fire here as far as Buffalo Bills pending free agents and whether or not you think they stay or they go? Sure. Gabe Davis. Gone. Micah Hyde. Retired. Gone. Tyrell Dodson. Back on a pretty reasonable deal. Dane Jackson. I think he'll be back for depth. AJ Epineza. He's the one D DN that I would target, but I could see the the production the next two or the last two years maybe pricing him out. So I'm going to say gone, but he's my probably top chance of coming back among the edge rushers. Taylor Rapp. I'm going to say back. Uh, I think he played well toward the stretch of the season uh, and has some comfort in the system. Trent Sherfield. Gone. Damian Harris. Forgot about him. Gone. Wow. Uh, okay. Backup quarterback, Kyle Allen. Gone. The Bills, it doesn't matter who the Bills put in that spot. I would actually like them to use one of their picks this year to maybe draft someone that late that they think they could develop because, you know, if Josh Allen were to go down, I don't care if it's Kyle Allen and I don't, I don't care if it was Mitch Trubisky, whoever these backups have been, they're not going to be able to salvage the season. Uh, one last one here, and this comes uh, by the way of X, Chris writing in at our handle of the fan Rochester. What about Trey White moving to safety? We've kicked this around, and I, I, I guess that would be a, an expensive move at safety, but I guess it ultimately comes down to how, how healthy Trey White is. But do you even think he'd even consider, or the Bills would consider a move like that, Ryan? Uh, I think Trey White would have to come all the way back from this injury to see how he's feeling, to see how he cuts, how he moves. I mean, we've seen many cornerbacks in the NFL as they've gotten older transition to safety. And, you know, Trey White's not necessarily old, but two significant injuries as of late might uh, might not give him the same explosiveness, the same uh, coverage ability. So I could potentially see it. The Bills have done this with younger guys in training camp where they're cross-training him. But I have to wait and see on that one. Hey, uh, just want to get your quick reaction before we let you go, Ryan, because we're hearing uh, news from Jeremy Fowler of ESPN that uh, former Bills defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier is interviewing with the Dolphins. Your thoughts? You know, I I hope he lands on his feet somewhere. I think that he's earned the right to get another job elsewhere. Obviously, things here in Buffalo, he needs to take a step back, and there's just not a spot for him now, so... Even though they're a division rival, I'd be really happy to see Leslie get a job somewhere because he is a great coach and a great person. Ryan, uh, it's the off season, but it's never an off season for you and Matt. So what can we look forward to in terms of the shout podcast and uh, what we can read here at NewYorkUpstate.com? Yeah, we, we have one episode this week on Saturday from Wingnut. So we're nice. looking forward to that one. And then we'll get back into the mode of doing two or three episodes per week and you're right. I mean, we're going to start talking free agency. We're going to talk senior bowl. We're going to talk draft. So it's the off season now. So that's going to be our main target going forward. Ryan, enjoy your week, man. Thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate you. Hey, thanks guys. There he is. Ryan Talbot, NewYorkUpstate.com. Stopping by the sports bar, talking some Buffalo Bills. Boy, Leslie Frazier 
How many places is he interviewed now? I think you, he's the guy you want to bring in to talk to, but I'm hoping he finds a job. Nine times. I'm making that up. You're making that up. It just feels like it. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I'd be curious to see if, if he does land somewhere. Nice that he's interviewing. Good that he's interviewing. Don't like that he's interviewing with the Dolphins, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I see him getting a job, man. I really don't. I kind of hate that I said that just now because I love Leslie Frazier. Love that guy coaching. Danger. I just got a text. I'm putting this out to you and everybody else. I don't know how to respond to this. Well, I, I, I can tell you how to respond to it. Okay. Well, I want to be polite. <laughs> Jay so you're, what you're saying is you don't know how to be polite. <laughs> well, sometimes when you, you text somebody back, <laughs> you know, it can kind of come off as curt because yeah. I like Binkley. Oh, Binkley no. is a friend. No. If you notice here in the sports bar, okay, after that loss, yeah. we haven't had Binkley on for a reason. I yeah. think you're tapped out. If I'm feeling tapped out on this, lots of people are feeling tapped out on this. Jay Binkley just writing me in, hey, you want me to call in? No, no, no. Okay, so we're on the same page there. Well, he's not what? banned. I just don't no. want to talk to him. You want to? You want to call in? So what? So we can? You can tell us how much your ass doesn't stink, so you can rub our our noses Ta- in yeah. the, the the dominance of the Kansas City Whoa. Chiefs. Well, you guys, you guys understand. So you can tell us how we gave away the pick that led to the greatest quarterback of all time. Is that why we want him on the show? The, the answer is no. No, no, no. Emphatically. So, and I love Binkley. They politely decline. We politely decline. And maybe we will have you on next week leading up to the Super Bowl just to get caught up on the headlines. Not to talk about anything recent. Not to talk about them going into Baltimore and beating the Ravens as the one seed. Not not them beating the Bills. We don't want to, to relive any of that. No, no. No! We're just coming to grips with the reality that everybody in the AFC is playing for second place. That's a hard thing to come to grips with. This feels like New England all over again. Yeah. You can't get past that I don't team. Want, I don't, they're not in the division. It's like, oh. Everybody wants to talk about how stacked the AFC is. The, the reality is, if you're not Kansas City, you're playing for second place. So, again, because sometimes I lack you know, some tact. <laughs> I just can't say no thanks. What it like? But what would be? We, we're wait. good for today, Jay. Good today. But let's try and get you on at some point next week, closer to the big game, if that's cool. Oh no, he's listening. He's isn't listening. He? Oh, you. you oh, now we now no, we now like, we don't have a show. Go ahead. All right, Jay. Jay go just, ahead. Just, Go ahead. We're running late, but get you, quickly, we can get you on for just a couple few. How are you, Jay? I imagine you're doing just fine. This is Rick in Rochester. I want to talk about the Buffalo Bills and how the Kansas City Chiefs owned them in the draft. Because uh, they tried to get Trent McDuffie, no, who's now no, a first-team no, all-pro, but no, they weren't able to do it. No. And then they weren't. And then they gave us Mahomes. This guy. No. Oh. This guy. Just kidding, guys. What's up? You have we're listening. We're balls yeah, the size wow. of Alpha Centauri to come into enemy territory, <laughs> rub our <laughs> noses <laughs> in it. This guy. I kind of respect it. I kind of yeah. dig it. I kind of respect it, Jay. 
I'm disappointed. I was listening to you guys. I was listening to the show. I was listening to the uh, uh, the draft talk you had on these wide receivers. I do uh, you know do, do a draft podcast here in Kansas City on our station, and we talk about the receivers all the time. I would welcome the people in Buffalo and Rochester to listen to our podcast. 610 Sports, your sister station, uh-huh. and they can hear us talk about receivers all the time. Well, back of the line, Jay, because back of the line, because you're going to be picking 32nd or 31st, unless you want to trade up and get past yeah. Buffalo. So They, they have a, a way of doing that. I don't yeah. know if you know that they can do that. They've done it in the past. With, yeah, with, we, we, with, we, we, we need to take care of Buffalo. Relative success, I want to say. They've traded up with relative uh, success. I love that tweet by Buffalo Bills that's still out there from uh, April 27, 2017. It says, pleasure doing business with you, Chief, <laughs> on the Patrick oh. Mahomes trade. <laughs> ah, pleasure. Buffalo thought they got over on the Chiefs and their, um, the player they uh, traded away uh, four to five Super Bowls. Jay, but, uh, Jay you're, you're, you're on real. I'm to be on this week with you guys. Real thin ice right now, buddy. You guys. Real thin ice. Huh? I mean, right now, real thin, like close to ban. No. We're, we're, this is we're getting there. This is close <laughs> to a ban. I mean, you know, the bouncers are at the door right what? now, licking their chops, wondering why we let this guy into the sports Jay, bar. Jay, Jay, you, you've congratulations. You have crossed over into New England territory, so you can take that as a compliment. But it's Bellas. I thought we were close, man. What's <laughs> up with this? You guys said you would have me on after the game. I waited for the call last week. Waited for the text. Didn't hear from you. Uh, Chiefs make the Super Bowl. I thought, you know, I was just going to call in as a caller. And I didn't realize you guys had caller ID and knew who I was exactly. But I was just going to call you guys, see what you're doing. Rick from Rochester, listen to me. Listen. Okay. Next week, we'll have you on. We'll talk a little bit about the big game that the Bills are not playing in. But you're yeah. you you're on you're on notice, pal. Okay, we we've only had to ban somebody once from this show. We don't want to have to do it a second time. Why would you just ban me? I, I kind of why respect would you ban, it. Why would you? Why would you ban me? Fake, using a fake 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 name, an alias, Rick and Rochester. We were not Rick and Rochester. I thought we were all one big AFC Jay, fan. Jay, okay, Jay, I went on your show game day two o'clock <laughs> before. Tell tell everybody. Who did I pick? You picked the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, 100% you did. I mean, you were honest about it. You gave your prediction. You said the Chiefs by 24. And, uh, no, I, I did not. Too much. <laughs> I thought it was a little too much, but that's what you said. Yeah, uh, uh, Jay, it's uh, hey man. But you did pick the Buffalo Chiefs. En- enjoy the ride, dude. I mean, like we we only can watch with envy because you've got the best quarterback and you've got the best team, and you keep winning. And we've been saying it all afternoon that anybody not named Kansas City is playing for second place in the AFC, and it's a little bit frustrating. You know, we love you, buddy. I would never ban you from the sports bar. <laughs> no, I know, I know, guys. It's, it was such a down season for the most part. I mean, the Chiefs were. The Chiefs have taken everything to heart. They've got that chip on their shoulder. I mean, things weren't good this year. We, we talked, you know, throughout the year, and things weren't looking good for the team. They had to kind of find themselves who and what they were. And um, it wasn't the greatest of seasons offensively. But what did I tell you guys before the season began? I said this is the best defense Mahomes has ever had. I it's said true. this team's going to be led by the – I told you guys that from day one. True. Absolutely. Yeah, and now, now you see it. Jay, we, we got to cut uh, cut out because we got break coming up here, and sure. uh, we will talk next week at some point. We'll get it on the books, and we'll we'll discuss uh, everything leading up to, to the Super Bowl here in just under two weeks, buddy. Enjoy the ride. You guys are the best. You guys are the best, and I can't wait for that beer. <laughs>
Thank you, Jay. Jay Finkley from our Odyssey Sports sister station, <laughs> 610 Sports in Kansas City. This is Peter putting him up to us. Look at this. Peter DMing Binkley. He just putting the idea. You should just have me. You should call in as a uh, caller. Uh, ha ha. You know what? You know what? Peter did that. Peter did that. Peter. Yeah. Peter. Suspension. You're on notice. Okay. You're on notice, Peter. Yeah. Probation. Definitely. On, def, definitely on notice. Yeah. You're on probation. No mention of Peter. Do it. You'll no get the last. No mention of Peter through the Super Bowl. Jay writing back. You producing today? What's the number? Peter's just. He's not a producer. Oh. You know, I'm actually a fan. I'm not a producer. We don't have a producer. There is no, no producer. producer. There's no phone screener. You. The only reason why you do that was Jay is because we have caller ID. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're getting we're getting punked by Binkley. We're getting punked by Binkley and Peter. Peter, you're on notice, pal. All right? You're on notice. How dare you? We don't mention his name through the Super Bowl. I don't care how I don't care what poll you put out there, Peter. We're not mentioning it. You put Jay up to that. Yeah. You're disappear you're, you're a vapor for the next two weeks. We'll address it after the Super Bowl. Can't believe it. I'm not uh, mad. I'm, I'm Jay Binkley. Just... I'm going to call into the sports bar and rub your noses in it and tell you how great we are and how much you suck. Not how I wanted to go into happy hour. I'm not going to lie. No. No, we got punked by Binkley. And one of our own Peter <sighs> set it all up. All right. Well, we, we do have happy hour next. We're extremely late because of that distraction. We will take a break and we will come back with more next in the sports bar. We'll discuss... Uh, some of these bills happenings. The Chiefs are not talking about a, a coaching staff shakeup, but we are today in the sports bar. We'll let you know about what happened with both Eric Washington and Joe Brady and discuss more on that as well here next in the sports bar. You can join us at 866-4326-585-866-4 FAN. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. <laughs> On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 